and we're little uh, movie maniacs. Well, come with movie maniacs. <laughs> we're little <laughs> movie maniacs, and welcome to the Christmas special of Midnight a Movie Mania. I am your host, John, and with me is, uh, as always, it, uh, uh, I can't do this, this intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh I knew it. This it's okay. Um, anyway, is the Bob Scratchit or Cratchit even? To my even he's a Scrooge Spike. Oh God, that Hi was there. terrible. That was a car crash. <laughs> that would have been such a great introduction, but it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a complete cock up. That one is a royal cock up. Anyway, I leave that in. Screw it. I'm not. I'm not redoing really it. I'm, I'm just leaving it in. So <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> tonight we're looking at uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. Which is the movie Spike's been waiting for all year. <laughs> I love this movie so much. Oh my god! <laughs> and I, I have a feeling he will be defending this uh, movie for me because this is the first time I watched this movie. And oh my god, I watched this this morning at uh, eleven o'clock, and it finished at about what was it, half twelve? And I was literally rocking on the sofa. It is so sweet. It put me in a diabetic coma. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, my God. This thing is like, oh, my God. Anyway, um, like I say, this is the first time I watched this thing start to finish because, as I said before, um, someone brought this in for the end of the year movie uh, viewing thing that they do every December. So I watched like maybe 10 minutes of this thing. I went, nope, and walked out and done other stuff. So this will be the first time I watched it from start to end. How can, I don't even, see, I don't even have, I can't even wrap my head around that. Like walking, like not finishing something Muppets once you start it, it's just foreign to me. <laughs> like I have no idea what that's even like. Mm. <laughs> Oh my god! Like I says, this was thirty years ago. So I was what was that? Fourteen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And this whole cutesy, uh, like singing, all singing, all dancing thing was like nope. And I just walked out. No, 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 no. So that <laughs> oh, that's that. right. You you don't like musicals or anything, so I forget no, about no, that. The, the I mean, I'm not usually a fan either, but it's the Muppets, so it's it's yeah, so it's totally cool. True, true. No, there's, a, there's a selected few musicals I actually do like and can tolerate, but anything this sweet, and it's like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> you know, I mean, it has to be, the musical has to have a slight edge to it, you know, like Rocky Horror or uh, The Voice Brothers or Little Super Horrors, you know, it has right. to have an edge to it. So, but this thing is just pure sugar, and it's like, no. No edge to the Muppets. <laughs> right. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> So, is this your go-to Christmas movie, or is this one of your go-to Christmas movies? It, it, it is. It's my. It's pretty much the only one I watch regularly anymore. Okay. Because okay. that that and uh, a Christmas story. Okay. Okay. Um, that's a movie I've never actually saw before. Is a Christmas uh, Christmas story. I think I've actually saw it start to end. I saw parts of it, but not all of it. So, to me, the one movie I watch every single December is Scrooged, which I love that movie. I mean, it is just so. Uh, I have mm. got. I have not seen that movie since it was released in theaters. Oh my god! Mm. When was that? That was like ages ago. That was like the eighties, wasn't it? Yeah, eighty-eight. It was released. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 I mean that movie. 
will not fail to put a tear in my eye as my, I don't know, my, my heart grows two, two sides, you know, that um, uh, put a little love in your heart thing gets me every single bloody time. So, mm. but anyway, um, I also, my other go-to Christmas movies are Gremlins. Um, and certainly didn't like two, which is just awful, but it's <laughs> geniusly awful. I mean, the, the guy's eyebrow acting that thing is on point. It makes no goddamn sense, and it's just gore for sake of gore, but it's hilariously bad. So, like I says, uh, it must be watched. It's just a business. Have you ever seen Silent Night, Dead Night 2? What was that? Have you ever seen Silent Night, Dead Night 2? No. No? Oh my god. It is, oh god, when was it out? 1990, I think it was. And it is just terrible. It is just Oh, it's not, it was 1990, sorry, it was the last one, it was the fifth one. It was 80, shit, 86, I think it was. Um, and, oh my God, it is abysmal, but geniusly abysmal. So, I mean, the first one is certainly Deadly Night, which came out in 84, and was swiftly pulled by the Catholic Church because it had a killer Santa. You can't have, you can't have a killer Santa, oh, even though yeah. killer Santas were done. I remember mm. that. Oh my god, cousins were done in multiple different things, such as um, uh, Tales from the Crypt, the Joan Collins, where she takes on a killer Santa. There's um, another Tales from the Crypt where um, it's the doctor from Lethal Weapon kills her husband, and then there's a killer Santa goes in and kills her. So the killer Santa's been done numerous times. So. Yeah. But because this is a big wide opening, oh my god, you can't have a killer Santa, the kids, take of the kids. Anyway, so, hmm. and the second one is basically taking footage from the first one and making a whole 40 minutes before they get into the actual own movie. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, moving on. I've got to say, but uh, I am not a great fan of Christmas because this comes from years of working retail. And hearing the same 10 or so Christmas themes over and over and over and over and over, starting in October and finishing in January. And I can't stand Christmas movies or music. It's like... PTSD. I mean... As someone who works retail now, and is pretty much my career at this point, I don't... I. I guess I don't mind it quite so much. Mm. I guess I'm so used to it. It's just like, you know, you know, like day after Thanksgiving, the Christmas music is going to start piping in. Mm. You know, it's just, it come Halloween where, well, even before Halloween, we're already getting Christmas stuff in. Um, and yeah. planning, you know, but yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. Even doing retail. I mean, I work at a store though, that is not like a Walmart type of, it, it's not, we we have good customers as opposed to, you know, mm. like Walmart customers. Mm. Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with Walmart customers. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, mm, moving on softly. Now, what I say is I have been in so many fights on the actual till site where they're going, oh, my God, get me this, 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 this. And I goes, eh, I can't. I'm here to scan your items for you. You want to get this, something, you get it your bloody well self. You know what I mean? Hmm. Um, or there's people fighting over 
oh my god, my last job was in uh, Marks and Spencer's. My last retail job, not us. And Marks and Spencer's is quite a posh, uh, well-off um, market, it's not a market, supermarket, kind of, um, in Britain. And it's quite famous, uh, M&S. Um, anyway, the point being, they had these small tins of um, chocolate biscuits. And they came in on the day before Halloween and stretched all the way up to Christmas Eve. So people were going, you could buy them anything between that, that, that window until uh, the what was the Christmas Eve and there was a fight between three old women in their 60s fighting over these fucking tins of gold, tins of biscuits. I'm like, you could have bought them any time in the three-month period, but no, you have to leave it to Christmas Eve and then you're literally fighting over tins of quite frankly disgusting biscuits i mean yeah, <laughs> like, wow <laughs> oh god and i'm sorry but but having people fighting over tacky christmas decorations was another thing put me off christmas i'm like nope i'm done nope no 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 we don't get anybody fighting over anything but of oh course I'm at a, like a big box store so we have plenty of everything to go around and gone are the days of cabbage patch dolls where everybody was, you know, trying to grab them. I mean, we don't have those days anymore, fortunately. So yes. people aren't easy like that. They just go online and order them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's, that's very, very true. I mean, unfortunately, um, <clears throat> there's still parts of Britain that have never heard of the word internet, you know. So they still fight <laughs> over items. And it's like, oh, my God. Jesus. Uh-huh. But no, no, no. I mean... I'll tell you a complete nasty horror story. I worked in Toys R Us over Christmas period oh. way back in 2004. And we had uh, a gigantic uh, Harry Potter display. And it was playing that annoying theme song over and over and over again. So I was touching my eye going, kill me now. I'm getting waterboarded by do, 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 do. And over and over and over again. Anyway, so this guy comes in and he's about, 50, 53, and he is a big guy. He's like 6'2", and he is a big man. He's quite muscled and quite chunky. And he asked me for some specialised Harry Potter doll of um, Hermione, which I says, I have no idea. The displays over there. Let's go through the display because I can't leave the front desk because I was front desk. And he was not having it. He was effing and blinding, da, da, da. So I go around front desk and go up to him and go, I'm sorry, sir, but you can't swear. This is a kid's department. Yeah. You're in you're in the toilet aisle. This guy picks me up off the ground a good two feet oh. and slams me against the, the counter, shattering Harry Potter oh. toys everywhere. I'm like, what in the... <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I hate retail during Christmas. I can understand it now. <laughs> I mean, oh my god. Anyway, so let's get back to this this movie. Um, I heard this underperformed because of uh, Home Alone Two kicked its ass. Yeah. Because this was released the same week as Home Alone Two. Yeah, and Aladdin was still playing at the time, so that didn't help either. All right, and I'm guessing Batman Returns also um, kicked its ass. I mean, because that was '92 also, so. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did find out the budget of the thing was twelve million, and it made thirty-three million. So it's kind of underperformed, but like I said, it had stiff competition. 
Yeah. And and it's considered a classic now, though. You know, yes. I mean, the, yes. the love for it now is way more than it was back in the day. Yeah, that's very true. That is very, very true. I mean, I don't say that. Um, I put a few tweets out uh, this week saying that I'm watching this thing, first time murder, and people were saying, oh my God, this is not as good as I remembered when I was a kid. It's kind of eh, and you will, you might actually hate it, so eh. Yeah, see, this came out in 1992, so I was not a child, so I actually saw this as an adult, so I, yeah. so my view of it now is exactly how it was back then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also had people saying, oh my god, how can you hate on this movie? It's a childhood uh, favourite thing, and I was like, yeah, this came out when I was, what, 13? I saw it when I was 14. This is not a childhood movie for me, and I have never seen a thing at all until today. So, there's no nostalgia, there's no rose-tinted glasses, it's just yeah. a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and for me, it's just, it's the Muppets, so it automatically mm-hmm. starts at a good spot, you know, so mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it, it, I, I, I loved it. I, I mm. did. Okay, I will say, is it me, or were the sets off kilter? The sets seemed to be, I don't know, off yeah, centers. Yeah, they were very stylized, and they were also, mm. they were... They, they were angled in such a way so when it was filmed down low it looked like the studio the the town or the city mm. was much larger than it actually was so that you know the the perspectives they forced the perspectives and everything and then mm. there was there's there's one particular shot where it just all falls apart it's during the uh, ghost of christmas present uh song where they do some wide shots and it's like oh okay well we can see the set now and <laughs> oh yeah yeah also but, isn't a, the bit in it where they're walking through town scrooge and one of the ghosts walking through town and they, they walk past like a couple walking down a side alley and they realize it's not a real side alley it's painted <laughs> on and they just stop and awkwardly stand around until the camera pulls away <laughs> it's like what the hell so, um Right then, I look up. I, I looked up some trivia, and I found these interesting pieces of trivia, which made me laugh. Um, the puppeteers hated the new rabbit puppet. That uh, apparently the, the they had a new puppet, the old rabbit thing, which I can't remember the name of the puppet. The one where Scrooge goes, "You there, boy, get me the biggest yeah. goose in all of London." That rabbit. Apparently, they hated that thing because it was so small and it was too cute. So they decided to throw it on set and, and put it in miserable scenarios. That's why it's wrapped up in paper and it's freezing cold and Scrooge hits it with the the wreath and all that stuff because they hated that fucking stupid little puppet. Oh, that's that's funny because that's a classic rabbit. Um, he's what was it? The he's in he's been in a couple. Um, he's been in several uh, productions actually. I forget his name. Mm. He actually has a name, but I don't remember what it is. Mm. Well, apparently he was a brand new uh, puppet for this movie, and it was scoring high on the sort of appreciation list of what it was with the fans. So this is why it was given this like bigger scene sort of thing. But the puppeteers hated it because it was so small; it was a pain in the ass to to puppet. So they threw it around the set, and they were quite mean to it. So <laughs> isn't that nice? I mean, hmm. 
Sir Michael Caine played this as he would a play and not like he was talking to other people's hands because yeah. he played this straight down the barrel. He was like, I'm ignoring this ridiculous yeah. singing and talking uh, what, melons and apples and the such. And I'm like, what in the hell? So, mm. which which works beautifully for the movie because mm-hmm. yes. because one of the one of the touchstones of all Muppet movies is that humans don't think it's weird to be talking to talking pigs and talking frogs and talking dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, he played that perfectly throughout this whole movie. Yes. yes. Never yes. broke character once. And he said from the beginning, he's like, I'm, there's not going to be any nudge, nudge, wink, wink to these Muppets. I mean, I'm going to play it like Scrooge should be played. Yes. 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 He did. And it was great. Yeah. Also, wasn't it supposed to be a TV special? And they realised, nope, let's make this a major motion picture. Yeah. And Michael Kinder realised that this was not a TV movie until halfway through the shoot. And he realised it was Brian Henson's first movie. And he was like, what the hell? So he gave it more oomph, so to speak. Yeah, yeah he was um, He's he was noted as saying at the time, he was like, I had no idea that this was his first movie. Mm. That this was Brian's first movie. And he was just like, even more impressed with Brian because Brian had never directed anything before. And he was mm-hmm. like, I had no idea he had never directed anything for, before because he had done such a great job until that point, you know? Mm. So. Yes, yes, yes. And this is the first major Muppet project after Jim Henson's death, which kind of startled me. I was like, wow. And that's true because Jim Henson died, what, 1990, 91? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the performer that's for the the guy that performed Scooter, I can't think of his name. I'll have to look it up. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he died in 1992. That's why it's the movie's dedicated to two people: Brian, uh, mm-hmm. Jim Henson, and that guy whose name I'll have to look up. But um, <laughs> but he died of uh, he died of AIDS um, in 1992. Oh. And that's why they, they chose not to put Scooter in the movie was because they didn't feel it was right to stick Scooter in there. Mm. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah. He, he was too thick to even work on the film throughout mm-hmm. the production. So is, is Scooter now a retired Muppet, or is he back? He is back. Oh, right, okay then. Okay, then. Yeah, okay. yeah, they brought him back because he's iconic. So, um, But yeah, he was not in this movie because of that. Mm. You don't even know who Scooter is, so who am I even talking to? I just got to know Scooter. Scooter's the... Um, <laughs> the uh, which one is? With yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, just the production assistant and the Muppet TV show. So I know who Scooter is. Thank you very much. Good, I'm glad. You make me very happy right now. <laughs> you know who Scooter is. <laughs> anyway, uh, where was I now? Da, 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 da. Oh yes, um, this is the first Muppet movie where Kermit is not the lead. Yeah, he's the sort of co-lead. So. Yeah. And 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 Miss Piggy doesn't even show up till like forty minutes into the movie. Yeah, fifty-three minutes in, she shows up, and I'm like, what the hell? So, yeah. <laughs> He was noted in an interview saying that the only reason she did the movie, because she doesn't show up for the first like half of it, mm. is that she got to play Kermit's wife. Mm. Yeah, yeah, said, yeah. I'm willing to do the movie because I'm getting to play my my Kermie's wife. Yeah, I'll have to say, the children they have, the two pig children, they are creepy ass. Uh, oh. doubles of, of Miss Piggy they are creepy it's like whoa <laughs> they are I'm like oh couldn't they have designed them better yeah yeah they were a little weird the eyes it was the <laughs> buggy eyes 
they're mm-hmm. like very wide. Mm. I, I do, I do love the fact that they are so their mother's daughters. As when when Miss Piggy's on her rant about, I would tell Scrooge did it, and I go, hmm, hmm, yes, the deal. <laughs> and I saw, I, I do love that. I was like, would she? They are so the. Uh, Miss Piggy's daughter. Anyway, moving on. Um, as I says, Home Alone 2 killed us in the box office. Uh, this was planned to have already that one. Oh, yeah, the trailer uses music from Beetlejuice. Yeah. Which caught my ear. I was like, okay then. Yeah, I did so, not know that. Um, mm. Which was which was done regularly. I mean, I yes. I remember The Rocketeer when The Rocketeer came out, like, in the 80s. Um, after that movie came out, you started hearing like the Rocketeer music and every other and uh, every other trailer for some reason. So yeah. it was pretty common, but yeah, that's, still- that's very true. Oh yes, and in every Muppet movie to date of nineteen ninety two, that is, uh, there was a shooting star scene filmed. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I wonder if that's actually true. Um, the 4K version was on Disney Plus, the one I watched. By the way, I should say I watched the quote unquote extended cut, not the theatrical cut. So I had that extra uh, five minute song. Um, I digitally removed most of the Muppets' sticks, um, apart from one or two of the sticks that still yeah. show up. So isn't that nice? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there was that was a big controversy at the time actually when they did that when Disney Plus did that um, before they uh, put it on um, the streaming service because a lot of people were like, well, it was it, you know they should be there because you know whatever you know because of you know nostalgia I don't know what they were mm. thinking but but the thing is I mean they removed them in every future Disney movie after or every uh, Muppet movie after this. They did it for the theatrical cut before they released it. They, you know, uh, removed all the sticks. So hmm. it's not like this was any different than what they do now. You know, I don't know. Okay. I thought okay. okay. Oh, right now, before the, the, the Michael Caine, I almost forgot his name. He actually pursued Henson Company to play this movie, too. All right. Okay. Then. Was, okay. His daughter. His daughter was. He. He did an interview for GQ um, back in 2016 that I read, um, and it was really enlightening because, you know, in this movie he's kind of grumpy and it looks like he's not enjoying working with the Muppets at all. Mm. But, but he actually was. He actually did enjoy working with them, and he, his daughter at the time was seven years old, and she had never been able to see any of his movies. And yes, true, yeah. So he, when he found out that they were doing uh, uh, Christmas Carol, um, he he went after it and eventually got the job. But but yeah, he was like totally into it. It's still one of his favorite movies. Well, mm-hmm. still, you know, yeah. as of 2016, yeah. he said it it was one of his most memorable movies that he's ever done. Yeah, yeah. That, that, and he got to work with Frank Oz, who he worked with on uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, because Frank Oz. Oh, I- directed that hmm, interesting i should I, I should have actually done some more digging into this movie because i was looking at who was up for scrooge but i didn't really have any names down so oops <laughs> um oh i read that who who david warner was one of them mm. that was up for it but um michael kane beat it up beat him out but mm. there was another one that was really weird that oh george carlin 
Yes, that's the one that caught my eye. I was like, George Kaoki, then. I mean, I can see it from for comedic effect, but it would not mm. have worked. No, so. no. Right. Uh, in my hand, I have the notes I wrote down as watching it live. So I've got down here, so Michael Caine as Scrooge, is he the perfect casting for Scrooge? Hmm. He is. I I thought he was I thought he was brilliant. I don't know if anybody could do it as different because his eyes stay so much in this role. You know mm. what I mean? Because mm. I, I thought it was perfect. Yeah, true, true. I mean, I'm guessing uh, Patrick Stewart would have done this just as, as correct also. I mean, even though Patrick Stewart done Scrooge uh, later on in the 90s, but yeah. Patrick Stewart would have been quite good. As... Yeah, he would, have, he would have been able to play off the Muppets just mm-hmm. like Michael Caine did, where it was, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. these, aren't, these aren't puppets, these are people, and <laughs> yes, yes. angry at them. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, although, I would say it'd have to, Scrooge has to be a bit more sharper. This is why I like Bill Murray's Scrooge, uh, or Xavier Cross, as he is in Scrooge. Uh, because he's more sharper and he's more nasty in this one. Michael Caine just feels like he's a grumpy old git, but oh. he's not actually truly nasty. So, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one thing. He's just he's just a grumpy old man. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll go down here five minutes in, and we have our first song, which is so me. Uh, I am Mr. Humbug. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first song the thing was it he is mr hump he is mr screw that stuff uh he is a what is that skin font or something like that mr skin and i was going that's so me i mean good mr Bahum. um yeah, yeah it was it's it, okay it, this is not paul paul uh williams finest hour mm-hmm. or fine half as the case may be um he it it's there's only there's only one or there's only one real song that stands out and that's it. The others mm. kind of, you know what I mean. You don't yeah, that's, feel that's yourself yeah. like you know, singing them afterwards or wanting to buy the soundtrack or something. Yeah, yeah, that that is very true. And I've got in here Gonzo as Dickens. I guess they don't want to scare the Dickens out of the kids then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah great. <laughs> we need animal right now. <laughs> Anyway, um, a heatwave scene is where I walked out when this was playing in high school. When he goes, Would you like to be fired? And he goes, Heatwave! Da, da, da. That's when I walked out in high school. So that was what, about <laughs> 10 minutes in, something like that, six to 10 yeah. minutes in. So, <laughs> oh my God, I've got down here. Yes, I am definitely Sir Michael Caine's Scrooge. I can't stand Christmas. And it should have been banned. That is the one thing that Cromwell got right in the 1640s, banning Christmas and banning football. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, a British history for um, Christmas was banned for about 10 years in Britain. Really? Uh, yes, due to um, Cromwell, who took over the throne, I believe. He took over Britain, or England at least. So, mm. And he just... Didn't like it? Why? He didn't like Christmas. He didn't like Christmas, Easter, and another called, I can't remember off my head, and he hated football. So football was, was banned. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I love 
like back to back to the review. I love the fact that like, Gonzo uses Rizzo the rat as stuff like cleaning windows. So I love that way he's cleaning the windows. Great. <laughs> and he uses them to, to build a fire and as such and uses them to light the rat, not the light on the yeah. light the lamp, not the rat. Light the lamp. <laughs> oh my god. I don't is is this the first time we see Rizzo? Or is he a returning character? Um I he was um, that's a good question. He would be returning at that point. He would have been a mm. returning character at mm. that point. So I take it his whole gimmick was he's constantly eating because every scene he's in, he's eating yeah. something. It's yeah. like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, I get the fact he's a rat, but it's every single scene he's eating either jelly babies or yeah. what is it, wax coated fruit, and, and it's like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I've got to hear, oh my god, not another song, no, the humanity. Um, I've got to hear. So Scrooge leaves for the uh, for the day, and it leaves Kermit and his was it half dozen rats. Yeah. Uh, to clean up the, the shop. I've got to hear two sweeps, and that's the place clean. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that that scene reminds me, um, Michael Caine, one of the things he, he said um, back then was um, he, he enjoyed working with the Muppets, and he he would, like, during that scene where, you know, he turns and then the, the rats start, you know, go back to work, you know, um, mm-hmm. Every time he turns around, they're you know they oh stop and they start working. He would do that apparently on set, just at random times, <laughs> to get them to, to see if how quickly we were to react. Oh, oh my god, god. hilarious! He would just turn around. <laughs> mm. um, anyway, go ahead. I apparently I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently the rats are all left-handed in this, and apparently that's because in the eighteen. 18- 40s when this was set, most people were left-handed, not right-handed. But I don't know if that's true or not. So I'll put a pin in that one just in case it's bullshit. Interesting. I I, I did see in in some of the trivia that I read that all of all of the rats were left-handed, which I thought, mm. well, that's an odd thing to make a point of. Mm. Yeah, so I've got it in here. Um, they spend two minutes sweeping up the place and offices clean. I would fire them too, frankly. I mean, they'd be out the door. Oh my god. Um, I love the fact that Gonzo breaks the fourth wall to tell us the story. He's a narrator because apparently this is the only version of A Christmas Carol that sticks specifically to the book. Yeah. And I won't change one or two things here and there. So that's why they had to have Charles Dickens, aka Gonzo. Yeah, because he wanted the he wanted to Brian wanted like the voice of Dickens in our ear, mm-hmm. and, and he succeeded. I thought I, I thought some of the dialogue is directly from the text. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> I've got down here now. I know that Scrooge is cheap, but he's eating stale bread and cheese for dinner. He's rich. Shouldn't he be eating beef or chicken or pork? I mean, save his money. <laughs> mm. Mm. I mean, then this is the start of of the. I love the fact how when he goes to his house, his doorknob turns into the face of of um, Jacob yeah. Marley. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh dear. It was okay. I I will tell you. I mean, it's supposed to be creepy, but that was kind of Muppet creepy. I don't mm. know. I was I was like, okay, 
I, I could have lived without that because the way it was, he came out of the, the I don't know, there was just something just disturbing about it. Mm, yeah, so then we beat the ghosts of the Marley Brothers taking pot shots at Scrooge's bad puns. I've got, okay, pot kettle black much. The Muppets <laughs> taking the piss out of bad puns. Come on, really? Really, writers? I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Let the bears do the comedy. Oh, that, that line was, that was great. <laughs> What's the scripture system? You're more gravy than graveyard. And he goes, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. That, I mean, oh, the puns. So, 26 minutes in, yet another bloody song. Now humanity. I've got to hear a song. The Marley song was terrible. Mm. <laughs> terrible. That's a terrible yeah. song. What I mean, it makes of? the point, and it tell, and it continues the story, but it's a terrible song. Yeah, what was the song about? Uh, the the chains around your heart will pull you down to hell, or something like that. Yeah. Just bang on about. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hmm. Uh, I I I mean it 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 furthered the story because it explained why they were there and what the warning was to to Scrooge, but it it was not great. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I also read that there was only supposed to be one, but they said they had the second brother because they had the two of them uh, as the heckling old men. And apparently that pissed people off, saying, no, 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 there's only one. Why is there two? No, whatever. Um, also, the puppets and they can do whatever they want to do. Yeah, yeah. Also, I read that the ghosts of Christmas past, present and future were supposed to be uh, Miss Piggy... Um, Oh, I'll come in the other two off the top of my head. Yeah, and they changed uh, it last minute. Yeah, who was it? It was Miss Piggy. It was uh, Gonzo before they made him Dickens. And uh, Robin before he became Tiny Tim. Hmm. Okay then. So, um, the Marvel Brothers warn him, you'll be visited by three ghosts and on the, 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 the time, top of it ever. At 1am, you have the ghost of Christmas past who is a creepy looking porcelain faced what the hell that thing is it's like what the hell is that thing i think i make me right there i mean my lord yeah that was um, creepy. they they actually filmed that underwater to get yes, the effect yes. that, which was yeah, really yeah. cool yeah she's voiced by jessica fox who is a actress in the british teen soap opera hollyoaks which is one of the worst things britain's ever made frankly <laughs> <laughs> I've actually heard of that. I've never seen it. But I've heard oh of it. my god! It started in when's it start now? Ninety? God, was it ninety-five? And it's still going strong, sadly. Even though it's really? tried to be cancelled many times. I mean, is it like a soap opera or what is yes, it? Like, yes, yes, yes. It's, it's a, a um, mid-afternoon teen soap opera. But so it's like so it's like a Degrassi. Kinda, yeah. Although it's more adult, it talks about um, drug yeah. use and alcoholism and, and rape and gay rape and such and da da da. And it's oh, why? And then they've done uh, Hollyoaks After Dark, which is even more adult. It's like, jeez. I mean, so hmm. And as you said, the puppet was underwater, make it look like it's floating. But like I say, is that the face that thing I went? That was like one of the. Um, uh, the dogs from Dark Crystal. The, yes. The face. So. I thought of that immediately was, was Dark Crystal when I saw that. Mm. So she's 
takes him to go and see young Scrooge. And I'm sorry, but the young Scrooge and the teen Scrooge were like, what in the hell? They're always been sitting inside doing math. Uh, and I'm going, okay, yeah. so you have no friends at all then? I mean... Yeah, mm. it was just to show that time was passing, for one thing, and it was still the same. You know, mm. he was still alone, and, you know, mm. it was... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, it was weird, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, true. It's true. Brian's I'll... first movie. We'll just give him that. Mm-hmm. So then the young adult Scrooge meets the love of his life, Belle, played by Meredith Braun, uh, and she sings the, the song uh, When Love Is Gone, which was cut out of the cinema release because the Fox executive hated it or something like that. Yeah, and the, the, was it the, the Disney guy? Disney. Oh, so Disney, not not Fox. So, uh, no. yeah, they hated the fact that that was done. And I'm like, okay then. And he yeah. claimed the footage was destroyed. So, yeah, mm. he was like, oh, you're gonna, it's it's not Muppet singing, so you're gonna lose the audience. And it was like, oh, whatever. Hmm. Mm. So that's supposed to be the the love of his life. Then I'm like, okay then. So too another thought. Uh, the the ghost takes him back and the clock strikes two and here we have the second ghost the ghost of christmas present voiced by william todd jones i'll go down here why does he look like robbie Coltrane and harry potter he looks like hi <laughs> is it hagrid he does um, from harry potter. i'm like oh my god it's hagrid <laughs> yeah, yeah way before hagrid <laughs> mm, yeah way before hagrid yeah i love the uh, fact that he- I loved the ghost of Christmas present. I, he's just so my, I mean, he's just so joyous. You know what I mean? It just, mm. his, his appearance just is just so much. It's so cool. and so fun. And it's just like, yay, I'm kind of mm. going along with him because he looks jolly. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact how he, he goes to, um, I have absent minded cause I live in the present. There's no future. And there's no past. I'm in the present. And I was yeah. like, okay, then that's interesting. He goes, come speak to me or what he says to him. And I'm like, okay, this is again, this is again. Yeah. And, and it's, I, when I was watching, I'm thinking, because it's been a while since I've watched a, a Christmas Carol, the like, you know, a real version. And was that was that how he was in those? Is he that way in the book? No. He must be. No, because this, they, is, no, oh, this he, is specifically uh, done for this movie. So. Okay. I just assumed that that was you know, a literary device for, you know, that Dickens used. Mm, no. Because no. it makes sense. He's worked living in the present. There's nothing to remember. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it could be worse. He could have been hit by a toaster. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bitch him with a toaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway. Um, so 50 minutes in we have another bloody god awful song and these songs are fucking terrible who which wrote song these songs that? which song are you talking about uh, the one that the ghost of christmas present sings that was and I'm like, that's like the I, only good song in this entire movie oh these songs are awful in this it's like <laughs> no they're terrible jesus i mean i love the fact how he takes them around the uh the, the, the town of london or London town, and you have the creepy, what the hell they were, goblin dressed in Sal- uh, Salvation Army outfits singing, I'm like, what the hell, nightmare fuel? I mean, what the hell? <laughs> um, 
And then they have people like ice skating all over the place. I'm going, why is there penguins? Why is there what? <laughs> I don't understand that. I do not understand the 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 skating penguins. That's a scene that will forever be like a big question mark over my head. Mm. But yeah, I didn't get that. But apparently, oh, just as a, an aside, apparently some of the Fraggle Rock characters were in the movie. I mean, the dog yes. look, but um, yes. apparently some of the other characters were too in like in the background, but I never saw yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one I spotted off the bat is at the very start of the movie, the dog is in the window. Right. Yeah, I spotted And I was like, mm. so mm. I don't know about the rest of them. I've not seen Fraggle Rock in decades, so <laughs> I can't yeah, yeah. I mean, hmm. Uh, but yeah, like it's the some of the stuff in this thing, I was like, what is going on here? I mean, and, and the dance that Scrooge and the ghost does is kind of, it's something like game's going, I'm going to fall off this this little plank of wood. Yeah. What the hell is <laughs> he's doing? It's an awkward side shuffle dance thing. I'm like, okay then. I don't think Michael Caine will ever um, tell anyone that he's a dancer. But, or a singer. This is the yeah, only or a singer. ever sang in. Mm, yeah, I, I, sure. I don't think he did. I'm not sure. I mean, I've not seen every one of these movies, but I don't think he has. So, hmm. anyway, so the ghost then shows Scrooge his ungrateful nephew, Fred, played by Stephen McIntosh, and his bitchy wife, Clara, uh, played by Robin <laughs> Weaver, as they mock Scrooge behind his back. That is a bitch move right there. I mean, I was like, nope, you're 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 out of the will. Get yes. She yeah. is such a. He goes, oh, it's a what's it? It's, it he's a unwanted pest and such, and he's a cockroach. No, no, no. He's a. I'm like, you're a fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I the okay. So they they were saying okay. So they're trying to guess the word that you know his his nephew was had in his head, and they oh so so they figured out it was an unwanted pest. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then somebody says a rat. And Rizzo's right there. And mm. Rizzo is not offended at all. I'm like, uh, yeah, he goes, hi. He's not offended <laughs> right now. <laughs> I think he was just scoffing his face, eating the wax fruit. And he's, because yeah, yeah. Gonzo goes, yeah, hey, that's a way Wax fruit. <laughs> I thought I might have said to you, but I love the fact how um, the running guy from this movie is they should keep on falling from great heights. Like when windows open, they fall into the snow <laughs> or the fall of a tree or it's like oh my god I always have to have a running gag in a every Muppet movie and that was this fun yeah it's oh, funny I, I, I just love that one it's like god um oh yes and I forgot they take the ghost of Christmas past takes him to his old boss um mm-hmm. played by oh I forgot the bloody name of the bear now <laughs> Fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> Fuzzy. And Animal was sitting there going, oh, great, I've got a triangle to play. Ding. And then he goes, screw it, I'll just play the drums. I was, oh my God. And you have the, 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 the two Malabarils heckling the party as he's going. He goes, are you dancing? I guess I'm dancing so much. I was like, oh my God. Oh dear. As you had the the, the sort of twenty uh, something Scrooge saying, "This party's costing a fortune." He goes, eh, "It's Christmas. Have 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 a thing bring these So, hmm. Yeah. Um. So finally, we're introduced to Miss Piggy as Bob Cratchit's wife. Um. 
I've got on here, I forgot to mention, Bob Cratchit is actually played by Kermit the Frog. And, oh my God, the children. What in the hell are they <laughs> dogs? Sorry, the Muppets made to look like Miss Piggy. Show it's like she's been an actual shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a little wide-eyed and it's kind of creepy looking. Mm, oh my God. I mean, oh my. And the... The, the little kid turning the, the goose on the fire. And he's going, oh, it smells so nice, Mama. And she's and, and mother going, yes, that looks so fabulous. I'm like, really? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I worth it too, yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got... And of course, Rizzo falls down the, down the chimney and dancing on the on the hot goose. I'm thinking, wait a minute here, you're not actually there, so how can you get your feet burnt if you're not actually there? Well, he's, um, well, he's, he's, I don't know. I don't know. He's there. He's just, he's there. I don't know. I do love the, just the, take the, it. Uh, <laughs> Go with it. Fine. <laughs> I, I do love the, um, Gonzo and him have to hitch a ride with the ghosts. Uh, they, they throw the little, uh, oh. Hook thing onto Scrooge as it takes him into the into the past. I love that one, honestly. Oh my god. Um, I got. I kind of hate how how much bile Miss Piggy has uh, to Scrooge, whereas Kermit is such a soft touch to Scrooge. I'm like, shouldn't you be equally pissed off with Scrooge because he's a cheap son of a bitch and he hasn't given you a pay raise in years. So, yeah, the, the different the thing with with uh, Cratchit, Bob Cratchit, in the story and in 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 this one is that he was he's like the only person that has any level of compassion for Scrooge. You know, he's everybody else hates him, and 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 Cratchit. I mean, Cratchit doesn't like him either, but at least he seems to have some level of you know understanding or you know compassion for him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that's fair enough, fair enough. So I get down here an hour in, and we have yet another lame song. Oh my god! As they're singing about what was it Christmas? They were singing about the hell they were doing at the dinner table. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that that didn't. I, I like that. Is that the one that Robin sings or Tiny Tim sings? Yes, yes, yes. yes yeah, that's that was, like, uh, uh, you mm. can hate mine. I got down here. How do these? Terrible songs melt Scrooge's heart. They are bloody awful songs. It's like it was some infant here. So, um, oh yes, Scrooge finds out Tiny Tim is sick with um, TB as he's coughing into the handkerchief. I'm going, oh, he's dead. <laughs> nope, sorry, but Victorian London, he's dead. He's getting, <laughs> you know, black lung. I <laughs> mean, Christ. Um, and they go, oh my God, can he be helped? Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, so on to the final ghost, the ghost of Christmas yet to come. What do you call it? The ghost of future? I mean, mm. a ghost of Christmas is yet to come. Yeah, yeah. Why do you call it the ghost of future? <laughs> anyway, aka death. So, hmm. Which great Muppet, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. Really good looking one. I mean, you couldn't tell what he looked like, but it was a good looking one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which doesn't speak, and that freaks out Scrooge. He's like, "Speak to me, go speak to me." And nope, not a word. So, hmm. 
um, that shows Scrooge's death, and uh, they have like the pegs in the street saying, "Oh my God, Scrooge is dead! How much money has he got?" Well, not stuff. Shouldn't they have been fat cats and not pigs? Because they're supposed to be bankers. Oh. So <laughs> you know, fat cat. Yeah. Mm, instead of greedy pigs. Also, I love the fact how um, the pests were stealing things from his bedchambers, yeah. like the curtains and the uh, and similar to a spider for some reason. What was that spider? It was a, yeah. It was. Did you notice when he's taking the items from the people that are handing them to him? He's he's taking it from one leg and handing it to the back, the next back leg, and the next back oh, leg. Oh right. Yeah, I don't know. Watch that. No, no. I'm like, wow, that's really. I mean, that that took some thought to mm. to execute that. Mm. I never actually watched that. So interesting. Although, um, I do like the fact how the ghost takes him to see the Cratchit family, and the house is now silent because little uh, Timmy is dead. And I was going. So when you first see the, the Cratchit family, they're like, "Daddy," and they'll come barrels out the door and all the, the hugs and kisses and such and then one dies and it's like they're all miserable and depressed and sad and Scrooge is like oh my god Tiny Tim is dead and it's like ugh as I show you the, the little crutch and the, the little hat on his seat it's like ugh that's rather depressingly yeah. sad so hmm and it, it sounded like it only had happened like a couple of days before mm. yeah he had come back and to from choosing the site at the the church yeah, was supposed to facing the trees so you can see the birds. Oh, no. oh okay, then. So, facing the lights so you can watch the ducks. Mm. Yeah, we yeah. the ducks. Oh, my God. Anyway, so then the ghost shows Scrooge his grave. And I've got to hear, why is he shocked? Everyone and thing dies eventually. <laughs> you can't live forever. I mean, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I mean, of course it's going to be your name. Don't mm. even bother wiping it off. Just assume and walk away. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's the next Christmas he's dead. It's supposed to be like right. years and years later when, when Scrooge yeah, is dead. Everybody dies. I mean, oh my God. So Scrooge begs for his life and boom, he's now back in the now and he's a changed man. Okay then. I've done here. Tell the story. You can't blame the Muppets for that because that's just how the story goes. <laughs> no, you can't. No, that's that's very true. That's that's very true. Um, uh, I've got you there, boy. What day is it? Me? Why it is Christmas? Then take this coin and get the biggest goose in all of London town and, and such. Um, and just like that, Scrooge has changed and he's weak. I mean, you see what one of your employee's son who's got TB and or black lung is dead. You die. People don't like you and forget you, but you're like that and celebrate your death. Well, no shit, Sherlock. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. So then we have an hour and 18 minutes in another awful song. And who told Michael Caine he can sing? Because he can't. Oh, but, my God. Okay. No, he can't sing. He can't sing. And he had never sung before in a movie before this one. However, um, I mean, even he said, as much as he does not, did not like his voice, even he said he held up pretty well. But he, he also said at the time, he's like, but I'm just singing with Kermit. So it's okay. It's not like mm. I'm singing, you know, 
with you know some Barbara Streisand. I mean, it's it's with Muppets. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Uh, Bill says he gives all the gifts. He gives the the rats coal because we're all complaining they're cold. And apparently, when it's been shown um, for its thirtieth anniversary, twenty fifth anniversary, people are saying, "Why did they give the the rats cold? The rats were nice. They're oh, did they get the fact it was to keep them warm?" But uh, everyone, yeah. <laughs> a little, um, they're very confused apparently, and I'm like. Mm. Really? I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do love the fact he goes up to um, uh, Beaker and what the hell are the other ones called? Yeah, and he goes, I'll give you this amount of money, what's business here? And they go, you have a scar from like, oh, God, that's so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was sweet. Beaker is a sweet guy anyway. Mm. That would yeah. just be a very Beaker thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got to hear this no, song about it's fine. I understand. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> true. Um, although I've got to hear this song is no put a lot of love in your heart, as he's blowing on about how he's changed and he's a new man. And I don't know that crap. Anyway, so I love <laughs> Miss Piggy goes to take a swing at Scrooge when he goes up to the door and he goes, "You know, you should be not work." And he goes, "No, no, you give it a day off." And he goes, "I'm even a Scrooge. I would never give it a day off." And she goes, "Why you son of a?" And he goes to swing him. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what line she said during that, but it was really, it was a really good line. I wish I could remember what it was, but when she was going to punch him, she said a great line, and I don't remember what it is. But yeah, watch the movie, laugh at that line because it's funny. yeah. Yeah, and then they go, I'm going to give you double double your wage and then have the whole Christmas dinner stuff and then that's it. Then the whole, the whole reprise song of, uh, what's it, The Love Is Gone? And yeah. that's it. Yep. Okay. I, well, I might say, I love the fact how as soon as Gonzo and Rizzo the Rat see death, like, nope, and they just disappear off screen. They're like, nope, 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 nope. This is you too scary. Are- <laughs> we'll see you at the finale. <laughs> yeah. Although I do love the, the the bit early in the movie where he goes, what about the kids in the audience? Go you scare the kids. Yeah, this is culture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. So let's um, wrap this up. This match will be a shorter episode than I was expecting. Um, so that was the Muppets Christmas Carol. What can I say about this thing? This may actually start a fight here, by the way. <laughs> um, these songs are weak to terrible. The sets look cheap and cramped. I mean, it's just so narrow and so... And no, Michael Caine is not a good Scrooge. He is a bloody awful Scrooge. I mean, this thing gave me bloody and uh, a diabetic coma. My God, I would rather have a root canal surgery done via my ass and watch this thing again. This thing is too sweet and too saccharine for its own good. So... I will watch it it twice every year now. (laughs) So you don't have to. I'll take your turn. (laughs) So so what do you say about this thing? Oh, I... I... I think this is one of the better Muppet movies. I mean, I think it's top five. Um, for Muppet movies in my book, it, it's just, it's, it's fun. Yes, it is very saccharine. I will, it's, it's very sweet, uh, but that's part of its charm. It's the Muppets. 
you know, there it's not like it's going to be too dark. And I loved Michael Caine as Scrooge. I think he's one of the best Scrooges, though I haven't seen Patrick Stewart as Scrooge. I heard he's mm. quite good. But still, I, I thought he was brilliant. I thought he really sold the part. He did a great job. Um, I love the fact that he wanted the job, you know, and mm. he really worked, you know, um, to do a good job. I, I thought it was excellent. And I lo- it's funny. And it's funny. I mean, not funny in a, you know, you know, tears in your eyes kind of funny, but um, mm-hmm. that's reserved for the Muppets from, you know, just a few years ago. But, um, but yeah, it's it's good. I liked it. And I love the it's just the the character designs just were off the off the chain. I thought they were the ghosts were great. Uh, I mean, the girl was kind of creepy, but I mean, she could have, you know, the face kind of throws me off. But, you know, overall, they were cool. So. I loved mm. it. I watch it every year. Okay, then. Okay, then. Like I said, this is the first time I've seen this thing for 30 years. And I've got to say, 14-year-old John was right. <laughs> this thing is not for me. So, hmm. Um, so let's score this thing. One being dog shit and five being solid gold. Now, I was originally going to give this thing a one, but as it's Christmas... <laughs> uh, I'll give it a three. So oh, that's so. That's, that's, it's a Christmas miracle. You gave a Muppet movie a three. <laughs> um, um, I will give it a four. Okay. Um, it, I, it doesn't deserve a five because I, I think Paul Williams kind of dropped the ball on a lot of the music. Um, mm. There's there's like two songs that I think stand out, and all the rest kind of fade to the background. Um, mm. they, Ghost of Christmas Present. I thought that song was really good, um, and the Tiny Tim song um, was at the dinner table. Was I, I, I think was really good, um, but the rest were not at all. So, mm. I, I, mm. considering I think this is you know Brian uh, Henson's first movie, it, I, I think it went pretty well. I was impressed, and I liked yeah. the set. I loved the stylized. Um, feel of the sets. You didn't feel like you were in London. You felt like you were on a Muppet stage. And mm. I thought that was effective. Yeah, true, true. Although in saying that, if they're going to make this a major motion picture, which they did, they should have put more money into the sets. Because like I said, they looked like they're about four feet tall. They were, it was all weirdly angled. It was all squished in and cramped. And it was yeah. kind of like, uh, you can just kind of see the seams sort of thing. So Maybe they should have like added another five million to the budget and made the sets more grand. Yeah. You know, but but that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, but also Jim Henson wasn't around, so they didn't probably want to put too much money into it. Mm. Yeah, true. Brian had never done a movie before. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they were they were trying out a new Kermit because mm. what's his name? Uh, Whitmire was doing it at the time, whatever his name was. Um, he had never done Kermit before. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. So I can understand them not wanting to put a lot of money into it, but um, considering what the money they spent, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, okay, then. Okay, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Right, then. So let's wrap this one up, then. So thank you for listening. Now, don't forget to, I don't know, share us and get us out there so we do more, more lessons. And you can follow us on X at Midnight Mania Pod. You can follow me on X and tell me how much of a son of a bitch I am. Uh, so here's Johnny79. <laughs> I already do that every day. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow, you can follow uh, Spike uh, uh, on X. 
uh, at Spike Gordon one. I always have to think about it. I never, I never go there. <laughs> Right, um, we also have an Instagram, Midnight Movie Mania. Now, our next podcast uh, will be the one-year special. Oh, my God, one year of this thing, my Lord. Um, which will be Shock Treatment, which I haven't seen in a good, oh, God, five years. So, yeah, that's some interesting. That'll be fun. I have so mm-hmm. much to say about that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this thing is... It's just, just a tad weird. <laughs> it is, and it, but it's weird in good ways and bad. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. Well, it's there's a lot to say about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I believe it was uh, partial written by Ruby Wax, I believe, um, because she's in the thing as uh, Charles Gray's assistant slash lover. So, hmm. oh, oh, I did not know that. Uh, and we also have. Um, Barry Humphreys as the blind, uh, what was he, a game show host? What the hell he was in that thing, so. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's great, and I, I, I love him anyway. Mm. Yeah, Barry Humphreys, a.k.a. Demetna Average, or the late Demetna Average, I should say. Yeah. Um, so I said, yeah, so that's coming out in January, so yay. <laughs> yay! You could have said it with more enthusiasm. Yay! <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, okay, okay. Like I say, uh, one year of this thing, so this will be interesting. So all I can say is, guys, we'll need more listens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like us and share us and such. Right, then. So, like I was saying, uh, in January we're doing short treatment, so this will be this will be fun. That's yeah, almost this this thing in ages. Anyway, like I say, a bye, and all I can say is a. Merry Christmas and dare I say happy holidays and such and what else is PC today? <laughs> I say Merry Christmas. <laughs> mm, mm, okay, okay. Right then. Well, bye.